My name is Jenny, and I'm a wife and mom raising two kids. But I used to live a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I said goodbye to TV and hello to motherhood, I suddenly discovered what we moms are up against. We live in a world that tells us to be rich and famous, thin and successful. You know, almost nobody says, oh, hey, you're a mom? That is fabulous. But you are fabulous, and I'm here to tell you why. It's Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are so here for you. And this is Love Week on Channel Mom. Did I give you a little smile, Jorge? I love that it's Love Week. Uh, You know, it hasn't been all fun and games, but I... Look, every mom knows that the primary thing in her heart, at least what she wants it to be is love. And that is her biggest focus when it comes to her children. And if she's married, she, she, of course she wants love in her marriage. Um, many women would say that they do not. And uh, those who are single struggle with that desire as well. But women are all about love and, and want to give love and be loved. And, and they wish that they had more love and did better at love. And so that is why we have dubbed this Love Week in honor of Valentine's Day. And I have the quintessential guest coming up. When it comes to the topic of love, he has a very famous book that has love in the name. It's Love and Respect. And he has changed thousands of marriages with his research and his philosophy about love and respect. Essentially, the premise is women need love, men need respect. And he's also translated this now into the family, which we're going to discuss as well. It's not just a marital discussion. And if you're single, you can learn a ton from this as well about how women and men see different things differently. And I know it's going to be a blessing to you. We're doing it all in honor of Love Week. We even have some special music to go along with it that Jorge has all booted up for us. Before I get to the highly esteemed Dr. Emerson Egerich, I just want to remind you that we videotape this show, we put it on channelmom.com, we also have a YouTube channel, we uh, now have well over 100,000, I don't know, views on YouTube, and we also have a podcast that you can go see. So there are many ways, if you think that today's and tomorrow's interview would be a blessing to somebody, please let them know about channelmom.com, and they can come and find our podcast and find videotapes of the show. They can find past shows with famous people like the guys from Duck Dynasty or experts on parenting like Dr. Kevin Lehman, or if you're having a problem with your teenager or your toddler, we have experts there as well, Uh, even stuff on weight loss. So go to channelmom.com and check that out. But I do hope um, with all my heart that today is a help to you. As a mom, I think daily we come up against things that make us feel like there's so little love in the world left. Um, (laughs) Whether it's fights that we've had with a spouse or a friend or a a mom or a dad, you know, we all, you know, many of us are also still dealing with parents um, and maybe that relationship isn't great or with our very own children. And, and, and then we read things in the newspaper or we see things on television or we, we see things that are in the news and we think there's so much hate and anger in the world. Why can't there just be more love? And I know that sounds fairy tale, but I know that the desire of most women's hearts and most moms' hearts is for more love. So that is why we invited Dr. Emerson Egerich to be on the show today. And with no further ado, I'm going to give him a little musical intro, uh, which I find uh, appropriate, but also ironic. Go ahead, Jorge. Love, 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 
course. The infamous Captain and Tennille. And I'm, you know, I'm very sorry. They were in the news recently uh, announcing that they were getting divorced, which is really, truly tragic. The reason I played the song for Dr. Egrich is uh, love, in fact, is not all that keeps us together, and he will tell you why. Welcome to the show, the author, the New York Times bestselling author of Love and Respect, Dr. Emerson Egrich. Thank you, Jenny. Been looking forward to this. Always a great interview and time with you. Good. Uh, well, you bless me. You bless my family. You bless my marriage. And uh, I can think a lot of other couples can say the same. So I do hope you're not just lying. I do hope you look forward to this because I, I do. Okay, good. I do. Good, good. Um, I, I, you know, and I want to give folks a little update, that you and I have this thing where we've, we've tried to have moms call in on occasion where you've helped them and, and done things for them. I, I want to give you an update. I'm not going to use a full name here, but you counseled a woman named Michelle who called in and, and was devastated over the situation in her marriage. Uh, you were on air with, with her. It was a tough conversation because, as you told me later, Jenny, you can't solve something in a half an hour. You were gracious enough to stay on the phone with her after we went off air for another 45 minutes. Um, I want to report to you that she is now in counseling with a gentleman uh, who I know, who is a Christian counselor, who is taking them through, this couple through, the love and respect study. So isn't that cool news after you were dealing with a very, very upset mom who wasn't sure her marriage was going to make it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I just rejoice with that, and uh, I'm so excited to hear that. Yeah. So thank you for your part in all of that and giving that direction. Yeah, it was my pleasure. All right, for people that don't understand um, or don't know of your theory and what you discovered about how women need love and men need respect, I'm just going to let you go off and explain the crazy cycle and how it all works. I've, I've got it down pat because you've educated me in four shows, but uh, I want you to go ahead and explain it, and I want to let people know we're also going to be asking some Facebook questions from moms because we're not taking calls today, but we're asking Facebook questions, and I hope you'll stick around to see if uh, any of the questions apply to you. So go ahead and tell folks about how love and respect works. Well, the University of Washington studied 2,000 couples for 20 years, and they concluded that the key for a successful marriage uh, comes down to two key ingredients, love and respect. And all of us need love and respect equally. Uh, men need love, women need respect, and vice versa. There is no question that the true need for love and respect is in all of us. I mean, that is like water and, and food. We need it uh, to survive. But we've asked 7,000 people this question. When you're in a conflict with your spouse or significant other, do you feel unloved at that moment or disrespected? And 83% of the men said they feel disrespected, whereas 72% of the women say they feel unloved. And the same event is interpreted differently. And I think, as you were referencing earlier about mothers loving and wanting to be loved, and this would be a sad world without mother love. I mean, God has designed women to love yeah. And uh, many women say, if we just love each other, we'll all be happy. There is a virtue in, in femininity. I mean, young children who are lost are instructed now, if they're in an amusement park, if they get lost and they don't know where their mommy and daddy is, go to a mother with three children hanging on her and tell her that you're lost. Don't, don't go to a man in uniform. <laughs> Could be an imposter. But we know the, the island of virtue, the, the safe haven, the thing that is purest in our culture is that mother with three children. And so we need who she is and how God has made her. However, uh, perhaps one of the reasons that men feel disrespected during conflict is they tend to be assured of the wife's love. I mean, you say to Harry, hey, Harry, does your wife love you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Does she like you? No, not today. In fact, now that I think of it, she didn't like me yesterday either. <laughs> 
And what happens is the man begins to question whether or not she really respects who he is. And then you add to that what the culture has now given women license to do. She can say, I love you a ton, but I don't think I have any respect for you right now. I don't feel any respect for you. It would be hypocritical for me to show any respect for you right now. I'm upset with you. And as I say, Jenny, that's comparable to a man saying, you know, I respect you, woman, more than anybody, especially since you got your old man's $10 million inheritance. But let's get it straight. I never have loved you. I don't love you now. And I have no plans of ever loving you. And I say to women, what would you feel if he said that to you? And women say to me, Jenny, I'd be devastated. I said, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. But how long would it take you to get over it? I, I don't think I'd ever get over that. That would ring in my ears. Well, what do you think your precious baby boy who gets married is going to feel when that sweet daughter-in-law says, I love you a ton, but I don't respect you any farther than I can throw you? Yeah. Would he be devastated? Yes. W- would it take him forever to get over it? Yes. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that a woman breaks down and cries when she hears that she is respected but not loved. A man gets angry and goes off by himself because in our world as men... It's not honorable to badmouth your wife, you know, to another man. Whereas when this woman hears that she's unloved, she goes on a talk show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think our culture has changed a little bit uh, in that regard, that that it is not held in uh, high regard to respect your husband. Um, you know, we, we've diminished the importance of that. And let me say something. My study of one in my marriage, this is true. My, when my husband gets upset and, and, we, and it, you know, we're in an argument, he responds most negatively to any expressed feelings that I have that shows disrespect. And I f- respond most negatively when he seems not to love me and turns away from me. And, and so in my experiment of one, it works. And I want people to know this changes marriages. If you can get this, that you have to say to your hu- husband and you have to figure out a way to get to this place with your husband where you can say, I respect you and, and, and vice versa, he can truly say that he loves you and mean it. It changes everything. If people can just get this, is that that's not you know that's the correct way to assess it, right? Well, and yes, in part, but I go even uh, make it even easier than that. It's not about respecting his bad behavior or his unloving attitudes. Or eighty-five percent of those who stonewall and withdrawal are men, and we're not asking women to feel respect for that. That's counterintuitive to her, countercultural. It doesn't allow for reconciliation in her world. How can you uh, connect emotionally by him walking away? And so it's very difficult for a woman to feel any respect at those moments. And then when we talk about his need for respect, many women don't understand even what we're talking about. And I say to women, well, do you know what disrespect is? Yeah, I know what that is. I got that down. I know how to do that. But then I say to women, when you show disrespect to him, how do you think he should respond to that? Well, he should know that I really don't mean it. And so what we have here are women who don't really understand what we mean by respect, and when they are disrespectful, which they know about, they really don't mean it. And what they're really longing for is reassurance that he loves me, and she feels vulnerable. She feels emotionally more vulnerable to him than it appears that he feels toward her. And so she panics a little bit, and she ups the ante because she's tried to be nice, and it doesn't seem to get through. So now she's going to use words. The University of Washington studied those 2,000 couples I referenced for 20 years, and they said when a woman's upset, her face darkens, her eyes, you know, uh, the face turns sour, the eyes darken, the hand on the hip, the scolding finger, the sigh, the rolling of the eyes, the head goes back, and when estrogen kicks in, the word choice of contempt is incredible. Now, she uses that word to try to awaken him to her hurt. 
And women among women will use words, but they both know, and when they look at each other, one says, oh, I'm sorry, sweetie, I didn't mean that. Please forgive me. They have this dance they feel very comfortable with, and women expect their husbands to do the same thing. Oh, I'm sorry, honey, I didn't know that. Will you forgive me? Instead, he shuts down and walks off, and she is like a deer in headlights. Many women panic at that moment, and so they chase him. And then he says, leave me alone. You're picking a fight. And she's not trying to pick a fight. She's trying to connect. She's trying to resolve. She's feeling insecure. And so now you've got two people who are totally confused. But when you explain that behavior between these two people to the overall secular culture, the man is guilty. Our son is guilty. Uh He's wrong. He's an idiot. He doesn't doesn't have love. And we point out from the University of Washington, when a man is being – is in a conflict, they they measured them physiologically. And men look like they're calm, but when these uh, clinical settings were uh, being measured, they were monitoring heartbeats, and they were watching the men and they're watching the women. And the women looked like they were out of control, but their heartbeat was relatively calm (laughs) because I know what women... Women know where they're trying to go with this. And women will calm down immediately, say, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? Because she's wanting him to engage her. She's not out of control to the extent that she may appear to be. He, on the other hand, is sitting there cold-faced, you know, looks like he is indifferent to everything and that he's Mr. Cool, Calm, and Collected. But his heartbeats were actually at 99 beats per minute. And the physiologist will tell you that he's in warrior mode at that point. That's what causes a man to throw himself on a hand grenade to save the lives of his best buddies in war. This is huge, and that's why he says, leave me alone. Let me calm down. Quit provoking me. Quit picking a fight. Well, this is language that women don't understand, and she is feeling totally misinterpreted, and she is upset that he would even say such things. And so now you have two good-willed people who totally misunderstand each other, and we have an epidemic breakdown of relationships at one level, and we've got to help people know that there's an honest misunderstanding here. And so what we're trying to unpack is this male behavior so women can decode what's really going on in the soul of her husband with the hope that she can also coach her sweet daughter-in-law to understand her precious baby boy. Right. And, and, it, and it's life-changing. So when we come back from break, we're going to get to a couple things. We've got a, a, two surprises for you. And we have a couple Facebook questions we're going to ask you to, to answer for us. So when we return, Dr. Emerson Egerich is going to help you with your love and respect questions in honor of Valentine's Day when we return with Channel Mom right here on KLVZ. As we kick off a new year, Complete Lifestyles is the place where you can find fabulous prices for exquisite gifts, decor, and more. For more than 29 years, customers have loved shopping at the original Complete Gourmet and Gift Store, now renamed Complete Lifestyles, to include a new home accent store located in the same shopping center on the east side of University, just south of Dry Creek Road. My friend and owner, Connie Stevenson, is passionate about her faith and she wants customers to know she makes it a point to offer fair trade, Colorado, and U.S.-made products. Connie believes we can impact our world through our buying choices. So come in and shop to make a difference this season. For more information, visit www.completelifestyles.com. That's completelifestyles.com. 
That's C-O-M-P-L-E-A-T lifestyles.com. These days, couples will work for just about anything from communication Hello. to companionship, from fun Whee! to love, from passion <laughs> and purpose to good old intimacy. <sighs> What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit marydashwell.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. Welcome back to Channel Mom. I want to let you know that we are giving away our guest's book today. It's a, it sold over a million copies. It's good stuff. It can change your life and change your marriage. Love and Respect by Dr. Emerson Egerich. Please go to our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Channel Mom, and let us know that you would like to win a copy of Love and Respect. We have a special surprise for Dr. Egerich. We didn't think we could get a caller into the lines today, but as it turns out, we can. So uh, we have... Somebody that we're going to call Carol on the line today with a special question, very honest, here on Christian Radio for Dr. Egridge. Go ahead, Carol. Hi, Dr. Egridge. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Hello there. I was going to ask your advice on how to kind of bring um, intimacy back into our relationship, but not necessarily back. Um, we actually, we've been through a lot and we have a really strong relationship a very affectionate and loving relationship, but um, sometimes my husband is up all night with his job and just chasing a five-year-old around all day. I get pretty worn out. So after we put our son to bed, we're really genuinely both just wiped out. So I was just hoping you'd have some advice on maybe something we could do to, to just have have some intimacy more regularly. Great question. Thanks for calling Channel Mom. Well, it's an excellent question. Many people can relate with that. Uh, we are busy, busy people, and these um, days are filled with so many things. And in this case, you know, being a firefighter and the, the schedule there, working 24-hour periods, if not three days, on and off, and uh, the routines get so mixed up, and they're upside down. And so, you know, that's a legitimate concern. And uh, it one of the in, interesting things is we, we don't always plan for intimacy in the way we plan everything else. Uh, <laughs> right. We tend to, you know, uh, put together, you know, hey, we're going to have lunch today with the five-year-old, and, and he knows he's going to be on three days or two days or whatever his schedule is in the fire department. And, and we work around that because we create these structures. But right. somehow the sexual intimate thing, we see it as something that should be more spontaneous, and it should be. But the idea of actually um, thinking this through, because what happens is that we end up hurting each other because somehow along it's supposed to kind of happen more naturally, and we feel that we'd be too rigid if we actually structured this. That <laughs> takes some of the romance out of it, or does that make it mechanical? Uh, but I say to women, you know, if your husband said, hey, I would like to talk with you 15 to 30 minutes every night, just the two of us, and we schedule that in for a time of uh, emotional connection. I don't know of any woman who would pr protest that, you know, <laughs> that, that it, it's meeting a need. And, and when Sarah and I were first married and the kids were younger, we had 15 minutes every night after uh, dinner where we would shut the bedroom door and talk. And uh, the kids would pound on the outside door, you know, but we said, no, this is mom and dad's time. And we were talking 
that's what we were doing. Sarah had her list of things she wanted to share from her heart. In a similar way, you, you get so busy, you, you need to think through this sexual intimacy issue. Uh, and particularly if the husband has a need in that area, he needs sex release, as I say, in the same way that a woman needs emotional release. And neither are wrong, they're just different. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we're up against in the culture is sometimes the male's need for sex release is looked at as kind of uh, disgusting, or it certainly doesn't seem to be that important to intimacy. What really is important to women is we need to talk, we need to connect, we need to touch hearts, and that's really what's important. And the sexual component, well, you know what, I mean, we could, some women will say, you know, I can go on for a long time without it right now with the kids and all that's going on. (laughs) So it, it gets marginalized. That's not true for every woman. There are some men who are not sexually involved and the women are dying. But generally speaking, the complaint comes from the male. So then I suggest that the two adult people think about this, that if one of them has a need in this area, or they both do, and somehow their schedules are preventing that, and that's why the Bible says stop depriving one another, then thoughtfully schedule this. Get on a rhythm with this. And here's why. Sometimes we make our children the priority or our work the priority, and we work 30 years doing all that, and then one day we wake up and we don't have anything in common with each other, and so we've spent all this time providing for our children, and but we do not serve our children well when we serve them divorce papers that you know that they can see. Right. We've got to see this as ultimately giving to the children, us being together alone together. And I, I've said to people, when Sarah and I had that 15 minutes together, we were excluding the kids, and that was yeah. the <laughs> best gift that we could give our children. That's so true. So true. Um, and I, I so want to thank Carol for that question because it, I, I, it, it's a question on so many women's minds. Um, and I like your honest answer that we sort of we, we, we think men are perverted because they want sex. It's just a need, just, just like women need to talk. Um, and, and, and we need to come to that understanding. I want to warn you, Dr. Eric, we only have two minutes left. We're going to get to one more question tomorrow that has to do with marriage. But then I also want to delve into your new book, Love and Respect in the Family, and how this whole cycle works in the family, where parents need respect and kids need love. So before we wrap up, and, and thank you again, caller, for calling Channel Mom. We're so blessed by that, that question. Tomorrow we're going to get to one more Facebook question and a compliment that you got on Facebook. But in the meantime, in the next minute and a half, how can people get a hold of you and what can they get from you, your books, your seminars, and so on? Uh, they can go to loveandrespect.com, L-O-V-E-A-N-D-R-E-S-P-E-C-T.com. Yes. And uh, they can find resources there, and they can contact us, and uh, we would love to serve them. And uh, we have live conferences coming up. We have one in Fresno. We will have one coming up in the Chattanooga area. Uh, Dave Ramsey and Rachel, his daughter, and my daughter, Joy, and I uh, are meeting with 7,000 people at the Verizon Center in Dallas coming up in March. That's a great event that we'll be at speaking there. And so they can see some of our schedule and what's happening. We'd love for them to find out more. Oh, I'd love, I'd love it too. Cause it really, my, my husband, I couldn't believe he went, but he went to one of your uh, seminars and or conferences and really, really enjoyed it. Uh, and it was, it changed things for both of us. So, uh, loveandrespect.com. You can get the books there and you can go to his conferences. Uh, he's a brilliant man. He gets tired of me. Um, Never. Never. <laughs> Overstating it, but, but I mean it. Okay, I'm so glad you don't get tired of it. Coming up, uh, right at the end of the show here, we're going to tell you one more time how you can win the book Love and Respect. And then don't worry, coming back tomorrow, we're going to have Dr. Egerich back. We're going to ask him one more question from Facebook about romance, and then we're going to get to Love and Respect in the Family. This is all in honor of Love Week right here on Channel Mom, that in honor of Valentine's Day. So stay tuned for more 
about how you can win love and respect and for tomorrow with more from the wonderful Dr. Emerson Egerich when we return with Channel Mom. I've been a walking heartache. I've made a mess with me. A These days, couples will work for just about anything from communication Hello. to companionship, from fun Whee! to love, from passion <laughs> and purpose to good old intimacy. <gasps> What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. If you are a mom who wants your kids to grow up and love going to the dentist, then I have to tell you about Pediatric Dental Group of Colorado. As a one-time patient myself and now the mother of patients, I know firsthand they understand the unique needs of children, especially when it comes to the subject of dentistry. Dr. Strange and Dr. Cathers not only care about making the dental visit fun and rewarding, they also strive to help children learn to be good dental patients. They do this by coaching the child and the parent, encouraging good oral health care, and providing high-quality dental treatment. This is accomplished in a fun and child-friendly atmosphere. All of the pediatric dentists and orthodontists have two years of additional training beyond dental school. They are board certified and specialized in the dental care of infants, children, and young adults. The dental team is uniquely qualified to take care of your child during their dental visit. The Pediatric Dental Group is proud to have locations in Arvada, Wheat Ridge, Lakewood, Lafayette, and Evergreen. You have to find out more, and you can do so at pediatricdentalgroupco.com. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. I want to tell you something. When you are on your deathbed someday, you're going to look back on your life and know that either your marriage or the marriage you had before you got divorced or perhaps your spouse died, or even if you just had a boyfriend... That is going to be one of the most important things about your life. I, I, I can almost guarantee it. So why not do it well? Go win the Love and Respect book. Go to Channel Mom at Facebook, facebook.com backslash Channel Mom. Tell us you want to win the Love and Respect book. It's a very valuable book. Join us tomorrow. Dr. Emerson Agrich is going to be back to, to answer a, a very heartfelt question on Facebook and tell you about how to get love and respect in your family, how to get respect as a parent. Mom, if nobody's thanked you, I am here to thank you for all you do to raise your children well and make our world a better place. God bless you. Have a great afternoon. Thanks for listening to Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Find podcasts, clips, blogs, and contact information at channelmom.com.